this is not uh, what you can't do silent bits. I wasn't doing oh. a silent bit. Oh. I literally put my phone oh. down to give you okay. attention, and then you started yelling at me, you I, fucking asshole. I got well, you. No, you. I, I got confused. You set it down, and you pointed and stared. At, like, you did the thing you do sometimes when you're about to tee up a thing. No, I was just going. I, I My attention is here. I was, I was so confused. That's on me. I take that on me. It is on you, but that's okay. I love you. We're going on tour. <laughs> uh, what you're about to hear, uh, by the way, is a crossover episode we did with uh, Rivers Langley from the Goods from the Woods. Woods. Uh, yeah, to promote our show in Alabama and also because we, uh, we love Rivers. Yeah, Rivers fucking rules. Uh, yeah, we had a real fucking good time. We think you guys will like this. Uh, so tour coming up, uh, starting in Philly, October 15th. Uh, we are going to do a show. Uh, it's a house show. It's not super legal. <laughs> It's uh, so secret, we can't give too many details. Yeah, but there is uh, there is an Eventbrite on uh, our Twitters right now. Uh, RSVP if you want to go. It is super limited capacity, uh, but it's free. Yeah. Uh, we'll take tips and stuff. We'll have merch for you. We'll hang out afterwards. BYOB. Mm-hmm. Uh, be vaccinated for that. Please. Generally, some of these I'm not legally allowed to ask you to be vaccinated. But, but please fucking, do. Just, uh, come on, man. Don't be a dork. Uh, October 16th, we're in Pittsburgh. We are at the... Uh, <laughs> we're at a, <laughs> we're at a building that is under construction <laughs> in Pittsburgh. This tour is shaping up to be great. Uh, that's going to be fun. Tickets are on sale for that now. Uh, October 17th, Richmond, Virginia. We are at the Hyperion Brewery, a building that's done being built. It's, it's built. It's it's. Uh, they invited us there. There's no heisting involved in the show. You, you know this is a good tour because we're at the third date before I'm allowed to tell you where the show yes. is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Which that's is gonna perfect be real, for us. That's going to be a real fun one. Uh, Mike Angle and Mary Jane French are going to be on that show. Uh, two two amazing people, yeah. Uh, October 19th, we are going to be at the Coffee Cat at the Hound in Auburn, Alabama. Uh, with Rivers, uh, as well as Sam Severin, great comic at Atlanta. Uh, there's another comic on that show who I feel like a dick, but I don't have the flyer in front of me. Uh, but that is going to be super fun. Free show, uh, tips, all that jazz. Um, October 21st, we are in Atlanta, Georgia at the Laughing Skull uh, Comedy Club. October 22nd, we are in Jacksonville, Florida at the Hyperion Brewery. And uh, October 23rd, we are in, we couldn't get Orlando. Sorry. Uh, but we are in D-Land, Florida, which is like an hour north of Orlando. So it's Orlando adjacent. Yeah, that's pretty much Look, Orlando. if you like us enough, you'll come see us. Yeah, and if you don't, then fuck you. And that's at the Abbey Bar in D-Land. Uh, there's a flyer out right now. Uh, hit us up if you're coming to the shows. We're excited to see you guys. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else we got to say, or can we just get right into the episode? I, I think I think that's it. Yeah, what we already said, this is Goods from the Woods. If you had fun on the show, you should absolutely check out his podcast. 100%. If you're not already a Goods fan, River yeah. is the fucking best. Uh, but me me and you have both done it separately of each other yes. with him. In those episodes, I did a whole episode. We did of, it together uh, with them too on their Patreon. We did a review of uh, the Glenn Danzig movie. We uh, did Veronica. that. Oh, yeah, that was great. And on the main feed, I did one about uh, Jerry Springer that fucking melted my brain. And I highly recommend that if you want more rivers. Yeah, I did a whole thing. Where we talked about the Roadkill Cafe. That was pretty fun. I don't know what that is, but I'll have to listen to I it. I mean, I think you can pick it up from context clues. It's a cafe where they serve you roadkill. Okay. Yeah. Do they season it or is it I, just I mean, like probably. fucking eat the shit? It's not sushi. Yeah. yeah. Roadkill sushi. That's just eating a, a garbage. Yeah. That's just that's just Adam. That's being a zombie. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, anyway, enjoy this crossover episode and we'll see you guys uh, soon. Yeah. Come to those places. Please.
Welcome to the Goods from the Woods. My name is Rivers Langley, and today I am on location in Long Beach, LB motherfucking C, with the hosts of This Is Not a Show, but this is a show because I got my friends. Keith Carey. And this guy, Tom, I'm Tom. And Tom Goss is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you know. <laughs> don't act like you don't the know. People, that that no. was the kid being handed like the T ball bat and then hitting himself we've, in the wiener. We've never <laughs> had this professional of a star. Because this is this what, is gonna this be a special is is this? <laughs> Somebody going, Hi, this is the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have one. We have such low standards for professional. This is the first time we've ever invited somebody to do a podcast that I haven't been embarrassed to let them into our home. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you cleaned it. Looks Nice. Yeah. I meant to say yesterday. It's gorgeous in here. We I got... used to live in this room. Oh, okay. Yeah, and did... he made it messier. But it, it, it... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I cannot describe what it smelled like in here when you moved out. It was fine. No, it was. Like, what if a butthole died? <laughs> <laughs> the butthole lives. <laughs> yeah, shrink it hole. Shout out to uh, my friend Johnny Mose who uh, coined the phrase "the foot of the butt of the grave" uh, <laughs> <laughs> to describe something that stinks. <laughs> That's a plus. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I guess, sort of a simulcast. I think we're going to release this on uh, both of our feeds because in one week's time, Tom, Keith, and I, along with uh, uh, comedians uh, Nicole Buchanan, David Perdue, Sam Severin, and uh, maybe a special guest. Uh, we'll see uh, what, what's going on with Carter's schedule. But uh, we'll all be at The Hound in downtown Auburn doing a show there. So if you're listening to this and uh, you can make it out, it's a Tuesday night. It's a free show. Bring some cash because we're going to pass a bucket around. That's how we usually do it down there. Yeah, uh, I am I am so fucking stoked for that show. I've, only, I've done Alabama once and like... Look, I am I am a shitty uh, leftist elite who was like, ew, Alabama. <laughs> and then I got there and I'm like, oh, this is the raddest show I've ever we did a roast battle down there. Where, where we was it? it? Uh, what is the big comedy club in Huntsville? Huntsville, Stand Up Live? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. fucking it, it was yeah. Like, we burned a Confederate flag on stage. <laughs> and just uh, Everybody was the dopest fucking person I've ever met in my life. Oh, and I man. was like, I want to go back to Alabama all the time, but no one there likes me. <laughs> Huntsville, I, I've said before, is like one of my favorite comedy towns, and there's a very specific reason. that I have a theory that the best comedy audiences are pretty smart, a little drunk, and kind of mad. Uh, <laughs> That's beautiful. That combo <laughs> is like a gorgeous thing, and it's, it's and Huntsville fits all three of those because everybody there's parents work for fucking NASA, <laughs> so they're all the children of rocket scientists, and they're all like punk rock people who are kind of drunk, just being like, "Fuck this town." Someone's spilling four loco on a denim jacket, going, "My dad went to the fucking moon." Yes, yeah, hundred percent. No. <laughs> I favorite... know where the aliens are buried. <laughs> my, my favorite places to perform are in front of people who hate where they live. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes. perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, if you would write a song about leaving this two-bit town, then you're probably gonna love stand-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I did. I did. I don't actually remember what. I did shows in an A state. I don't remember which one Arkansas, it was. Arkansas, Alaska. It Alabama. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Alaska. It was either Arkansas or Alabama, but it all okay. kind of bleeds together. <laughs> what a story! <laughs> they're near each other. Yeah, it's ish. Yeah, yeah. sort of. I mean, they're closer to each other than they are to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's close Ar to me. Arkansas. I'm the I'm the meter for proximity. Ar Arkansas's got uh, got more mountains uh, than Alabama. They've got the the Ozark Mountains that cut I, through Arkansas. I'd have to look at the towns. Oh, okay. Fayetteville. That's Arkansas. Yeah. It, I went to Arkansas. Okay, rock and roll. Yeah. 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 Uh, Alabama's like, we don't care. <laughs> Unless it's game day and we're there to kick their ass. Uh, otherwise, we don't go to Fayetteville. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> it's like you met somebody who worked at Target, and you're like, that's so weird, because my brother's name is Gary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nothing to do with it at all. They're, they're near each other. They know each yeah. other. <laughs> they're always talking about out. each other. It's like Pittsburgh and Philly. and yeah, no, Ah, yes, they historically love each other. Yeah, I'd say they love each other. They're hanging out. <laughs> Uh, Well, I'd like to uh, start with you, gentlemen, today, uh, continuing a uh, tradition that we started uh, during our Corona Diaries series, and uh, to keep it going uh, today, and that is that uh, I actually have uh, a surplus of uh, novelty sodas and energy drinks that are uh, taking up a lot of space in my fridge, so I brought a couple. uh, Are we going to review them? Yeah, we're going to just give it a little... I I won't spoil it, but I just saw the logo (laughs) on this one closest to me, and I'm very excited. I swear to God, the... First, very first podcast I tried to start, it was me and Olivia Grace was producing, uh-huh. and I just do things like get off-brand energy. It was just me by myself, oh. and sample them on air, the, and review them. I, I, it was pretty much unlistenable, but it, it, it it's a fond memory. Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, to paraphrase the Doobie Brothers album, what once was a bit is now a vice. Uh, this uh, started, That's a great quote. Started off with uh, Doobie Brothers, of course, uh, what once were habits now are vices. Great, yeah. great record. One, uh, once for Vice is now our name. Yes. Uh, well, Keep Sa- smoking these doobies and brothers. <laughs> but uh, Sam uh, Sam was nice enough uh, before I went on my little road trip back to Alabama to buy me a rainbow unicorn bang. And then I thought it would be funny to just uh, review. What What is that? Uh, I think that's it's, that porn they took off Tumblr. She's saying you to furry con? <laughs> I mean, I think it's supposed to be like a cotton candy flavor, but it's an energy drink. Called Bang. Uh, that's oh, Ramsey talks about this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We gotta have Ramsey on the show. Uh, ASAP. I feel like Bang is the most famous unfamous energy drink. If <laughs> right. that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's well, right, knocking on the door of relevance. Yeah. yeah well, they're yeah. coasting on like we have a bajillion flavors. Right. And some of them are pretty good, and most of them are just whatever. But it's the Fago thing. Of it's like, yes. well, they, it's not good, but there's so many of there's them. There's so many to choose from. Wouldn't it be from? funny if you bought us like <laughs> as a bit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it turns out yes. But uh, yeah, I drank that one and then I just decided it'd be funny to get a new energy drink to taste every week and uh, you should, and now you should I just review re- mints <laughs> now I just uh, really enjoy uh, lots of caffeine in the morning but uh, today I've got two so this first one uh, this actually comes from uh, I've, I found a, a fucking bunch of these when I went to SummerSlam in Vegas I stopped at a place called the SEMA Mining Company which is a gas station 75 miles west of Vegas in the okay. middle of nowhere and they had a bajillion different energy drinks uh, are some of them uh, past their expert Date maybe, um, <laughs> but nothing has ever been more on brand. Time. Nothing has ever been more on brand for you than I was going to a wrestling show and I found the Shangri La of fucking heart poison. Hundred yes, percent. And uh, this one, I mean, you know, in the context of our world as it exists today, is uh, just perfect. This is the Resident Evil. T-Virus Antidote. <laughs> okay. How, how many anti-vaxxers in Nevada do you think were like, checkmate, Biden? <laughs> They're just in the parking lot shotgunning these. Pounding like, one of those. Cough on my eyes. And then just like, I fucking beat it, chewing on a bat. <laughs> <laughs> I am as God now, hospital. This, yeah, this can looks like if zombie football was an energy drink. <laughs> Here's what concerns me about this energy drink. It's, is it's been a few life. years since one of these 
movies came out. <laughs> so I do not know how old this it is. It might be a reference to the video game. So the uh, the Buffalo Wing flavored soda that we did last week uh, <laughs> was <fuck> expired. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. <laughs> it was expired. Can you cut it in half? No, but <laughs> Can I get this energy drink extra crispy? I drank the bones. I drank the bones. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one, uh, as Sam did notice that it was expired. This one, I mean, the good news is it doesn't have an expiration date on the Yeah, you and I have so. very wait. different opinions of what good news is. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The good news is I'm not sure if it's poison. <laughs> and the worst news is you drove all the way to Long Beach, so I feel obligated to drink it. <laughs> wait, oh, I didn't like, know you could sell soda with no expiration date. I mean, maybe it's on there. My you eyes are failing. You do whatever you want if you're a gas station. Like, no That's one's true. checking. Yeah, As the, someone who's worked at a gas station, that checks out completely. Well, and the company is actually a company that we have uh, we've tried a few of their products. Uh, Boston America, uh, which was that in honor of the Boston bombing? <laughs> I'm seeing a 2018 on here. Which oh, really? Oh no, is that a copyright? Yeah. Or? So okay. who knows? Ooh, copyright Capcom 2018. Hey, uh, look, man. If I, if I want to cure the T virus, I'm willing to make a sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's let's give it a try here. All right, this is everybody's uh, favorite part of the show, the ASMR section. So hold on. Okay. And you're gonna add the facts and post. No, he's putting the mic up to the juice. That makes sense. I like the idea that you have one listener who is impossibly horny when you do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Mm, that's that's not a color that was designed to go in a body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, describe the uh, the color, gentlemen. Uh, uh, what if, looks what like if Elton pink John's wanted to fight? Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Right, Cheers, everybody. Are we shooting this thing or something? That's right? not bad. It's like a. Oh, I don't like that at all. Uh, I mean, I was expecting to like it, but it's not bad. Okay, it's like a cranberry sort of thing, but yeah. uh, no... Uh, but it tastes like it would make my urinary tract infection worse. <laughs> it's the anti-cranberry. It would give you one, cure yeah. it, and then give it to you again. Just yeah, that made my you. mouth's dickhole burn. <laughs> I uh, thought it had some tang to it. Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, it's it's really coloring the palate Yeah, it's, it's not... zombie-themed soda. You're just saying mouth words. <laughs> <laughs> mouth words is all words, bitch. <laughs> Except for the written ones. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Not recommended for children or people <laughs> sensitive to caffeine, pregnant women, or women who are nursing. Okay, so not, don't not fill your for anyone who is alive. <laughs> <laughs> don't fill your baby's mouth with your uh, with your zombie antidote. Same person in Nevada somewhere. Don't tell me what to do with my baby. <laughs> my baby's gonna go fast. <laughs> I don't give my baby a bottle. He just got a gun full of this. <laughs> the baby's like breakdancing, doing head spins while sucking the nipple. Yeah, he's sucking the fast milk out of my terror titty. <laughs> titty virus. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. You know, but babies would be better at breakdancing because they have a flat spot on their head. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> Tom brings a great point yeah, here. Dude, I always think about my the God, he's the ultimate weeble. <laughs> <laughs> mm, there we go. Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, that aftertaste <laughs> just keeps on keeps on coming. Yeah, I will say it's, it does have that uh, cran. You know when you accidentally get cranberry cocktail instead of cran apple juice, yes. and it's got that real sharp kind of doesn't let you down easy at all. It tastes like the memory of breaking up with your high school girlfriend, where it's like <laughs> it goes away, but just every once in a while it just like comes back as painful uh, as ever. Yeah, yeah, that energy drink was designed to be listened to with the Crossfade album. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this one's uh, yeah, like I said, Boston America is the company, and uh, they also did the Agretsuko, the the Sunrio Hello Kitty uh, energy drink as okay. well. 
Okay. And uh, they did one other one. So really, they're just we buying covered. weird Japanese media and yeah, putting I, it on a can. I guess so. And then yeah. dipping a ladle into the same thing of just like <laughs> retired battery acid. Right, right. Oh, and they did the Bob Ross one, too. That was the other one. <laughs> Why is there a football <laughs> field on this? Nobody is a worse mascot for an energy <laughs> oh, drink than said. Earth's calmest <laughs> being. <laughs> we, we did a double dose on that one. There was a, a Bob Marley CBD and a Bob Ross energy drink, and we did the Bobs a couple weeks ago. Okay, so. man, that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the gentleman's speedball. That's, yeah, 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 exactly. But also the two most chill dudes. They call I that think. the Jim Belushi, where it's like, it's not as good, but it's still the same ballpark. Uh, but we're not done. I got one more. And this one, I just, I remember I was standing in the SEMA mining, mining company, uh, 75 energy drinks under my arms. I couldn't possibly hold one more. And, and then I passed by this case, saw this and was like, I know exactly what it's going to taste like, but just based on label alone, I have to get the Momar Gaddafi cream oh my, my people. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting a photo of this right now. Man, this is maybe That's the best amazing. war criminal-themed beverage I've ever seen. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about here. Uh, first of all, cream my people. <laughs> I think that is also that porn that got removed off Tumblr. <laughs> was he known for uh, pleasuring the people of Libya? Is Not that... really. He was known for creaming them, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, literally putting them into, uh, you know... Yeah, this should really be called stick a pitchfork in my glass. Like, that's <laughs> a better name for the Gaddafi Cola. Uh, it's got liberating taste. Um... <laughs> And best I could tell, no nutrition facts of any kind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah where it should have ingredients, it just says you didn't see nothing. Uh, <laughs> now, now, there actually was another one that uh, I will probably have to cover in the next uh, couple weeks that I found uh, that was a Fidel Castro Havana banana. And that one at least rhymes. Right. That one at least is like, oh, that's okay. Yeah, it rhymes. That's funny. This makes no fucking sense at all. If, if you're making a product, don't use cream as a verb. Like that's, that's like thing one, is because idiots like us are going to be like, that sounds like jizz. Like, yeah, that's all yeah, you're doing to yeah. yourself. But there is, uh, yeah, okay, so. This, I don't even know if this yeah. thing is like pro or anti Gaddafi. That's what like, I'm saying. I'm like, it doesn't <laughs> play like parody. Like, <laughs> no, no. Like, if it was like a Saddam Hussein, you know, thing, like, okay, like, then I that's, get that that's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is just such a weird pull. <laughs> I, I, yeah. It's also hugely disappointing that Cream My People is not a product of Bang Energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some reason, it sounds so much worse when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Rivers, I get that on quite often. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom Goss here for this drink. Do you want a creamy bang? <laughs> I cream my people. Yeah. The ingredients are shut up and fuck you. No, good cream for the people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Oh, so Mobar Gaddafi can say it, but I can't? Uh, you know what? It, no matter what it is, the answer is yes. <laughs> you guys should not have the same talking points. <laughs> it doesn't say where it's made. It doesn't have any... <laughs> no, this I don't. I I, this it? is the least trustworthy thing I've ever seen it in has, my life. It has a, a list of ingredients, but that's it. Uh, no, doesn't tell you how many calories. You nothing. know what I will say? Uh, Not a lot of fucking ingredients, <laughs> yeah, which I mean, means it's probably pretty healthy. Uh, yeah. Which means that's, they're lying on the label. <laughs> that's what I was always taught. Fewer ingredients, more healthy. That's going to be a healthy soda. Oh, so let's uh, let's let's uh, go ahead and cream our people. Let's get creamed. Okay. 
the ASMR guy listening is like, I already creamed my people on the last one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they're loving it. Uh, the people are going. Oh, uh, yeah. You like that? The people are you, creaming. You dirty little sound pigs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm feeling this is just going to be some traditional cream soda that's just made extra weird by the label. It's a Momar. I like that Tom is like slamming it down like he's doing Jaeger shots. Momar. Uh, sorry about Hillary. Oh, that is good. Hmm. That's that's, that's not very bad. Good. See, I like you can tell there's not a lot of ingredients in that. Yeah, yeah. One of the ingredients is real vanilla. Wow. I yeah. Mean, I, that just tastes like Fago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, apologies to uh, Muammar Gaddafi for what Hillary Clinton done to you. you yeah, know? maybe he was uh, right about everything. You know, maybe. <laughs> he's right about cream soda yeah. at the very least. You know, <laughs> Lackerby bombing, not good. Cream soda. If Terrific. Hitler wanted to oh, stay that's right. in power. That was Gaddafi. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, which one? The Lockerbie bombing. Yeah. He, ah. he but it wasn't, technically, it wasn't, really, they just got bombed with like clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about this to speak on it, so well, I don't get know. Get cultured. Blew up, a, blew up an air, airliner. That I, happened to be over Lockerbie and a bunch of clothing fell, and then it was a whole thing. Look at this way. I know way more about soda than I do about Omar Gaddafi. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could name more brands of cream soda than I could facts about this man. <laughs> I was actually in a play about Lockerbie. No shit. What? Yeah. What, what? He played the bomb. <laughs> I was looking to uh, say, what was the... It's the women of Lockerbie. Oh, oh it was like about the, the widows? Or you the... Uh, so it was actually about, uh, this is a true fact, it was about the uh, women in the town. Actually, they gathered all the clothing, tr find tried to find like who it belonged to. Oh shit. Washed it, cleaned it and mailed it back to the families of the people that were lost. Whoa. All, and a lot of it was like US college students and stuff. Oh my god, that's fucking wild. But yeah, so that's not very funny. What was so your imagine, what was your role in the play? I was uh my son had died in the thing and my wife was all cuckoo nanners and I was like, "Come on, lady, we got to be not emotional." How what, what grade was this? How old were you? Uh this is this is in, 7 years old. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a uh this was a uh junior college production. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. For a minute I was genuinely <laughs> thinking you were in no, like 5th no, no, grade. No, no. <laughs> I'm Fawi, Winch. I'm Fawi, Miss Johnson. Here's your daughter's sweater. Well, what's interesting about that play? <laughs> I like too. that I'm Elmer Fudd in this play. <laughs> what's interesting about that play too is so this is the thing I read about it is like when they they use like the river to wash the uh, the clothes and then they bottled the water from the river <laughs> and then they sold it as cream. They, they, they creamed the, they, they creamed those people good. Yeah. You, you know what's <laughs> fucked up? In the play, they did wash it in a river. <laughs> cream my people is people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's green. I, I can't wait for the the Kim Jong Un uh, version of this soda. <laughs> you would, one would have to assume they had one. I, he's he's at least like. I don't know. I, I feel like he'd move more merch, you know? Yeah, no, um, for sure. What is the flavor for the Kim Jong-un? Oh, so? North Kareem and my people. There we go. <laughs> Kareem, my people. <laughs> Jabbar. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Rivers, I always wanted to ask you something. Yes. So you know how, like, a lot of people, uh, when they're named, like, I have a friend, and she her name was Paris because her, her, she was conceived in Paris and stuff. It's Ron or, Howard's child. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's other Paris's too. No, I just mean Ron Howard names all of his children after the cities yeah. they were conceived in. That's a real fact. Yeah. <laughs> so, were you? 
Did your parents fuck the river? Were they fucking the river? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, my mom's college roommate's dad's name. Uh, and she apparently announced to my mom at some point that she was never having children. So my mom was like, cool, I'm going to steal your dad's name. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, fucking yoink. Yeah, yeah. Although that said, uh, when I was putting together, I, I you know, DJed my mom's uh, 50th high school reunion. Uh, not that long ago, because a, <laughs> well, an actual DJ would just like gonna cost him a thousand dollars. I was like, I'll just fucking do it. I'm gonna be yeah. home. Like it takes two seconds, right? Uh, and uh, while I was putting together the playlist, I did notice an inordinate amount of Johnny Rivers music. So I was like, Is it actually because uh, of Johnny Rivers? I don't you know. made up the other story. Yeah, you cover. made up the other story. To yeah, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, something you said actually uh, reminded me. Uh, when I was in fourth grade, we did a play about the life of uh, Martin Luther King. Junior, and I played the bus driver that made Rosa Parks go to the back of the bus. I really thought you were going to say Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> no, shout out to my friend Evan Warren did a bang up job at, yeah. as MLK. But uh, no, I was uh, I had to uh, tell Rosa Parks to go to the back of the bus. That oh, was boy. that was my role. So <laughs> that's that pretty much sums up now, my, my ask, prowess as an actor. I have to ask because it was Alabama. <laughs> did you get an applause break? <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't finish my lines. They carried me out of the gym yeah. on their shoulders. You were like the Boba Fett of that play. Where it's like you weren't in it much, but you were the one everybody would remember one yeah. the action figure of. Yeah, the uh, the pile of flowers that was thrown on the stage was actually too big. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we lost a lot of good kids that day. <laughs> I brought with me a, a news item, and uh, I'm so happy that as far as I know, y'all have not uh, covered this or uh, talked about this. No, we, we do shockingly little preparation <laughs> on our show. Man, okay. If it's not Tom's hangover or something that happened to my wiener, we probably have not <laughs> talked about it on This Is Not A Show. Yeah. Well, the Tom's hangovers get pretty extensive. Yeah. If you've never listened to our show and you ever thought, me boys is too highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Uh, so this is actually a local uh, story. This happened um, just about 100 miles north of uh, Los Angeles. Okay. So here we go. Uh, it's sometime after 1 a.m. on September 18th at Inyo Kern Airport an airfield in the Mojave Desert about 100 miles north of Los Angeles. Special ops troops from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, are stationed inside the airport. They're about to, uh, I think they're training for like an okay. exercise or something. So there's it's like an airport in the middle of nowhere, and there's a bunch of special ops, like the most badass troops you sure. can imagine are inside. So this is a, uh, a leaked document uh, <laughs> from the military, presumably, and this has been backed up by local police reports. From so. the military. Stop. Please stop drinking cream, my people. Stop. <laughs> It does not make you, quote, super good at army stuff. It just gives you diabetes. Stop. This is, this is from the report. Between 0100 and 0200 hours on September 18th, 2021, Staff Sergeant, name redacted, was sitting outside of the administration building of the hangar at Inyo Kern Airport smoking a cigarette when an unknown person wearing full ninja garb. Okay. <laughs> including a katana sword. <laughs> walked, walked up to the Staff Sergeant. Walked up. <laughs> I'm picturing you getting out of a cab. <laughs> you didn't even like somersault on the way there. Yeah. 
Yeah. No smoke bomb or anything. You know, I'm dressed as a ninja, but I'm not going to hurry anywhere. I want to take my sweet-ass southern time. <laughs> and it's an airfield in the desert, so there's no way he didn't see this guy coming say, for like a mile. For an hour and a half. He was just walk, walking on the horizon Watch towards him. Stop to rest for a minute. <laughs> the person wearing the ninja garb stated... Do you know who I am? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're the motherfucker who's about to get murdered by <laughs> SEAL Team 6. The staff yeah, if you're not a G.I. Joe, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if the answer is not Snake Eyes, you're yeah. about to be Swiss cheese. Uh, the staff sergeant replied no. The unknown, <laughs> the, un <laughs> the unknown ninja then asked, quote, do you know where my family is? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the staff sergeant again stated, no. I would guess Japan. <laughs> Traditionally Japan or else you'd be culturally appropriate. Yeah, man. either Japan or upstairs because you live in their basement. Like, those are the only two options. I, I love that it, I, the cultural appropriation is a thing that always should be addressed, of course, but I love that we're talking about a man dressed as a ninja approaching a military base holding a sword. I'm like, is he culturally appropriating right now? <laughs> I mean, this man has the confidence to brandish a sword at the military and they go, what's your deal? So that's white culture. <laughs> kind of our deal. Yeah. Well, so in in fairness, I will say it, it, this time it was uh, I guess designated a military base because there were troops there. Sure. Normally, this is just a uh, an airport in the middle of nowhere. Oh, well, so then, then it's, assholes. Yeah. This then is then it's this... fine to bring a sword to an well, airport. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's not. But I will say that in the ninja's defense, he probably <laughs> didn't know that it was. Your Honor, <laughs> Your Honor, my, my client, the ninja's defense. I'm just a simple country ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know nothing about your big city Bushido codes. <laughs> but here in your county, the yeah. ninjas, we live and die by our wood. We believe in seppuku and due process, <laughs> y'all. Uh, so. Called seppadu. <laughs> but yeah, so. That is my country accent. <laughs> you sound like French, but also dying. Silence. <laughs> okay, so he goes up to the guy. He's yeah, like, so, do you know where my family is? Yeah, so do you know where my family is? The staff sergeant again stated no. At this point, the person... I love how chill this sergeant is. He's, <laughs> He's like, like smoking a cig. Yeah, He's fuck whatever your deal is, man. I'm on break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, at this point, the person in the ninja guard began to slash at the staff sergeant with the katana, sure. striking his phone, and then his knee, and then his leg. <laughs> the staff sergeant immediately began running through the parking lot, trying to evade the unknown ninja. <laughs> Does the staff sergeant do they do they not arm? That's them? what I was. I was like, why is he? He's like running like it's a fucking like it's a Looney Tune. Yeah, I love the idea my cigarettes in my gun holster. Yeah, yeah. he has a gun, but he just left it on the table. He's like, I'm going out for a smoke. I'm not going to need. <laughs> that's, <laughs> damn that's, it, damn it, that's, fuck, fuck, shit. I mean, that is probably true. Like you're in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. like the chances of me needing a gun are nil. And right. you know, most military people are able to correctly assess a situation like that, which is why they don't carry guns yeah. to Walmart like regular idiots in this like, county. Yeah. And I would also say, I don't know, if you're dumb to try to have a friendly conversation with a ninja, you're also probably not smart enough to bring your gun with you on break. I also find it disrespectful that whoever's writing this keeps calling him the man in ninja garb and not the ninja. Like, they won't even give him credit. It's like... Yeah, unknown, unknown Ninja makes him sound like a small soldier. That was a cool-ass yes. name. <laughs> <laughs> so the staff sergeant jumped the fence and entered an administration building. And at that point, him and a captain began locking all the doors and calling 911. They're wait, the, wait. They're the military. <laughs> they're the, they're the, they've got... <laughs> the army can't call the cops. <laughs> they did, though. 
They've got <laughs> machine guns, and they're like, no, we're going to call the cops. Yeah, we need someone who will definitely make sure he's dead. <laughs> uh, so they get locking all the doors and calling 911. Yeah, is this a sergeant for Greenpeace? What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, no. The person in Ninja Garb was kicking and punching doors and windows. <laughs> and... <laughs> At that point, uh, the unknown person left and returned a few minutes later with a large block of asphalt, which he threw through the window of the administration building, striking the captain. Traditional ninja weapon. A brick. A fucking huge chunk of concrete. That's uh, the opposite of what a ninja would do. I know. All about, like, subtlety and infiltration. Yeah, He's you like, never. Ah, brick, go! Yeah, that's more of a Godzilla move. <laughs> That's like Godzilla <laughs> appropriation. <laughs> Wait, I'm still. Do they address the fact that they have guns? Uh, nope. Uh, so at that point, the unknown person left and was arrested elsewhere. The local police arrived and took statements from the involved person. The staff sergeant received multiple stitches to the leg, and the captain received multiple stitches to the head. Both individuals are cleared to return to duty. After confirming the incident described in the document leaked on social media did occur, the U.S. Army Special Operations Aviation Command spokesperson, Major Jeff... This was special ops? This was special got ops. Got taken down by one, one ninja? One idiot, one desert fucking zony moron in a ninja outfit. <laughs> can, can we just be... Can I just... Can we just clarify something? Real ninjas couldn't even take down the fucking samurai, and that was 500 years ago. <laughs> we had one ninja take out a desert uh, special ops fucking yeah. base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. With a fucking sword and cinder block. Yep, pretty much. Uh, so, Major Why Jeff. Why are we spending so much money on the military? I mean, to be <laughs> fair, they're special ops, but not in like the really good way, like in the short bus. Oh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they drove a short plane to the yeah. airbase? <laughs> Your uh, mission, should you choose to accept it? Color in this book. <laughs> <laughs> Major Jeff Slinker said that officials did not have any further information to add. So, the first assistance call to the cops was reported about. About uh, 1.20 a.m., the Ridgecrest Police Department log shows a man, quote, with a sword was in a parking lot, and there was at least one victim. Uh, 30 minutes later, a second call via 911, quote, 26 spec op military members doing training at the airport, hunkered down in a bunker wondering where help is. <laughs> <laughs> They're the help. They're That's the military. Like, what's one guy, one insane man with a sword, just beat the special ops? Not to mention, like, this is like middle of nowhere highway shit. So whatever cop is answering this call gets the call and just goes, I'm just going to wait 10 minutes and hopefully someone will be dead. You right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the they the call cop... back and like, damn it, now i got to go. Yeah, the, the cop fucking received that call. You're a special ops attacked by a ninja. Oh, boy, this sounds super real. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, cinder block and looking for his family. Okay, Tom Cruise reference. Go ahead. Like, yeah, yeah I, I'd like to report an incident that sounds like a six-year-old trying to write a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, records from the Ridgecrest Police Department do confirm the details in the document posted to social media. Uh, so all that, all that's real. I love, right. that, I love that the cops were like, we were absolutely not going to protect the failure of 
of our military <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> the cops did arrest the guy, and uh, they have not released his name. And oh, they are Donatello. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Guantanamo inmate seven nine 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 eight, never to be seen again. Yeah. Uh, he's having <laughs> the real Havana banana. The real. I, he's I, having the real I, shit down there. I am imagining him still in ninja garb for his mugshot. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> like demanding they let him leave the hood on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take two. We'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that came out on uh, on social media, and I think the initial reaction was everybody's like, "Bullshit, this is fake." And then someone checked with the cops, they're like, "Oh no, we did arrest a ninja that had attacked an air- the airport." <laughs> the airport That's out of fucking control, <laughs> dude. Fucking... It, that really makes ISIS look bad. I'm telling yeah, you, if one crackhead or the ninja sword <laughs> could take him down, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, they can't figure it out at all. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Did you try asking him about the family first? <laughs> <laughs> what if the guy had said, yes, I know where your family is? Like, what was the next I don't step? Th- I, don't think I know, right? <laughs> this makes me feel like I'm, I'm pretty confident the three of us could take over a military base. That's what I'm like, saying. That's all it took. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just the, I mean, it's that, that whole. The three of us are smarter than one guy pretending to be a ninja. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously, it's just like the act of confusion. But yeah, is know? our imagination as big as this ninja? <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> that, or and our confidence definitely is not. Because we, we, no. we're, we're, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going on tour. We're charging money at half the rooms, and this guy yeah. is like, I'm gonna take out the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> don't be ridiculous. We're getting paid in way less than half the rooms. <laughs> we're doing on this tour. Rainbow Six, you're fucking mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got this shit. Tom Clancy's newest book, I Don't Know a Ninja or whatever. <laughs> Operation Ninja Liberation. Yes. Oh, man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He hath loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. I got a text from my bank, Wells Fargo. Okay. And Humble shout out. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just saying, you know. I'm Somebody's got a bank. Rolling with Wells. Wells. But uh, I was, uh, they were like, we've got some uh, irregular charges on your account that we would like to uh, <laughs> let you know about. And so we ran on the list and like. One of them was a movie theater that I did go to, okay. and the other two, uh, the first charge was for, I think it was $250, and the second one was for, I think, 400 and something. Were these both at that energy drink store? No, better than that. Panera Bread. <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone what? stole my credit card number and tried to charge over $600 at a Panera Bread <laughs> in Woodland Hills. That's a whole Panera Bread. It's how much you can <laughs> buy That's what I was that. saying. I was like, I got the... I I got that text and I called Wells Fargo and I just kept interrogating the guy. I was like, how much? Like, yeah. I want to write this down. And I'm like, no, it's because I'm a comedian. I'm going to use this for right, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah can... I, want, I want some clam chatter. None of that. The top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I, was saying, I was like, did he cater a wedding? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I just started getting obsessed with a wedding that was just totally paid for by credit card fraud. <laughs> just top to bottom, every single bit of it. <laughs> I've registered at some stranger's social security number. <laughs> I got to imagine he was trying to put it on a gift card, which means he was planning on eating $600 worth of Panera bread in the That's next year. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, much. I've been to Panera bread like twice in my life, and yeah. I have eaten everywhere. Like, I was going to say, I think I've probably spent a grand total of I don't know, $10 at Panera Bread yeah, in my exactly. entire it's lifetime. Good. Yeah, I think the bagels are two bucks. I don't know. It's a lot of fucking bagels. <laughs> That's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. He wants to, I was thinking, he's like catering a wedding where all of the drinks are served in bread bowls. Right. <laughs> dude, I hate, I hate when you get the text from the uh, the bank about like the fraud thing, and it really is you just making an embarrassing like, <laughs> financial decision. <laughs> like, I was just out in Vegas for work, and I pulled like, too much money out of the ATM, and they're just like, hey, we just want to know, we think you're getting robbed. I'm like, no, 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 I'm just a fucking moron. Yeah, like, yeah. That's all it is. No, I just do, I want to go to Fremont Street. Yeah, no, <laughs> you don't understand. I don't respect myself. <laughs> I got to to see the, the patriotic display at midnight at Fremont Street. Dude, that's, that's how you know you love America. <laughs> yeah. My Support the troops. No. They fight against a ninja. <laughs> One single <laughs> ninja. <laughs> <laughs> They're losing battle to a ninja. <laughs> now I'm a desert ninja, nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm imagining those I want you uh, Uncle Sam posters, but he's dressed as a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who my family is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, that's that's when I was, I think I read it wrong the first time, but that's what I was kind of hoping. It was actually like, Do you know who my dad is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine he's Splinter the Rat. <laughs> yeah, it's Jeff Bezos. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> This seems like the kind, if you're like a Bezos or a Musk, though, this is like the only way you can come at this point. He's <laughs> just doing outlandish shit, knowing like when you take the mask off, you're like, I'll be walking out of here, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm imagining that American flag and the stripes are made out of katanas and the stars are little ninja stars. <laughs> All right, they're not all that, fucking winners. Well, that just sounds like the Facebook profile picture of someone who posts advice from the Joker. Oh, like, yeah. No, that does describing. sound like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone has a lot of opinions on when women should talk, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't see me talking. I'm a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about how good they are at COD, playing on like a nine-inch screen. I'm right. the type, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a story from, uh, from Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. This... Uh, came across the transom, and I couldn't resist. Uh, this is from WBRC. So a bunch of ninjas were at an airport, <laughs> yeah. and one guy in a special ops uniform walked up and killed them all because he was actually good at his job. <laughs> a Pleasant Grove man is accused of various crimes after he was found asleep. Various. After he was found asleep in the press box of the PG Athletic Complex last Thursday morning. Okay. <laughs> the previous Friday. Wait, how, what kind of stadium are we talking here? I uh, believe it's like a, a Municipal softball yeah. field. He was like, arrested for stealing okay. third. Okay. <laughs> I was imagining like Dodger Stadium, so I just like found my way to the press box. Yeah, you can't stop me. <laughs> you smoke enough reefer, you'll end up. <laughs> uh, the previous Friday, 37 year old Matthew Williamson had been charged with unlawful breaking and entering a vehicle and theft of property third degree. Pleasant Grove police officers transported him to Jefferson County Jail where he made bond and walked out. Less than two hours after leaving jail, and this is why this guy's a hero, two hours after leaving jail, Williamson stole a car in Hueytown and hit it in Pleasant Grove. On the night of Wednesday, September 22nd, he broke into the concession stand at the Pleasant Grove Athletic Complex, taking a large quantity of snacks. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't. What I love about this guy is that he's gone on a crime spree, but none of it is like anything you feel that bad no, about. No, all of it is like, yeah, man, that's cool. I yeah. want to root for criminals all the time, but then when you read deep enough, it's like, ah, and then they hit a lady. Like, yeah. you know, it's always something bummer eventually. <laughs> no. But this guy is just doing exclusively Scooby Doo level crime. Yeah. Just like, Live just... fast and eat popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm the mafia of hot dogs. Yeah. One uh, percent are going to take my milk duds. <laughs> well, funny I'll say that the next morning, Williamson <laughs> Williamson was found asleep in the athletic complex press box amongst piles of chicken fingers, <laughs> chips, <laughs> candy, and meth. <laughs> he was then removed from the fair and returned to Charlotte's farm. <laughs> But he had a lot of great new words. <laughs> he is forced to register with Megan's Law as some terrific pig. <laughs> the meth makes me feel radiant. Also, uh, who, 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 who? I'm like it gacked out so I can stay up all night eating chicken fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck does meth and go like I'm hungry? Yeah, <laughs> the only well, fat meth guy. I just like that the newspaper uh, tries to uh, quantify it by saying there were piles of chicken fingers, chips, candy and meth. Like, they were arranged nicely. Yeah, exactly. Police say then a time portal opened and Chris Farley went back to his original <laughs> dimension. <laughs> Williamson admitted to the burglaries and the car theft and on Friday was transported back to the Jefferson County Jail. So. <laughs> like, but he wouldn't cop to the chicken fingers. Yes, I don't want me. No, that was... Those are mine. <laughs> Brought those from home. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, he could just easily get a job at this concession stand yeah. and eat as much of this as he wanted and still smoke meth. And I know that because I used to work in a softball complex and concession stand <laughs> with a lot of meth heads. Yeah, not me that, personally. That is, like, number one on the list of meth guy jobs. Is it's slush puppy man. Yeah. yeah. How hard is it? Or you know what else he could do is just spend $7. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then have all this food. <laughs> yeah. Sell the car you stole in yeah. Huey Town. <laughs> so so committed to saving the money. <laughs> uh, and oh, and also, uh, we'll put this on our uh, Twitter at the Good Spot. I did just want to show you a picture because it's exactly who you think uh, did this. Uh, <laughs> oh. his, his face, as though to say, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> his, his chest tattoo if you pull the shirt down does say honey mustard in old English <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's got like a skull but the crossbones are chicken fingers this news story just sounds like Guy Fieri hitting rock bottom <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got thrown in Flavor County <laughs> you know he really does really does prove meth is a gateway to fast food yeah <laughs> and he was like no more chicken fingers for me I'm eating healthy I'm going to Panera Bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with I'm gonna spend six hundred dollars at the Panera Bread. <laughs> Piles of chicken fingers. Piles of meth too. Just yeah. get, get a, a pile is a hand. lot of That's meth. what I was thinking. I'm like, dude, usually you just keep it in a bag in your pocket from what I understand. Yeah, a pile seems a, wild. Like if you have like this much meth, uh, you're gonna be murdered by the Mexican mafia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're not, you're not allowed. It does not take a lot. Yeah, I've seen breaking bad. You're not yeah. allowed to have that much. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, and in also, Breaking Bad, they also like chicken fingers. Oh, no, that was a Mexican food place. Never mind. But it was named after chicken. No, it was a chicken Mexican chicken place. place. I think it was supposed to be like El Pollo Loco. Like, not, yeah. not fried chicken, but like a broiled, grilled uh, type yeah. situation. A gentleman's chicken. Uh, yeah. A more yeah, sophisticated yeah. chicken. Why would you will. get fast food chicken and not want it fried? Uh, Have you I ever mean, been to an El Pollo Loco? I have. That's yeah. why. It's, yeah. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. fried. 
I uh, guess. <laughs> I'm dying on this hill, guys. Oh, I'm so fucking shows in the hill. I, you know, I resisted El Pollo Loco for years because when I first moved to LA at every open mic, every comic had a joke about how El Pollo Loco gives you diarrhea. And I'm like, well, I don't want to eat that. And That's then, bullshit. And then I had it. I was like, this is so much. You eat it Taco Bell, you fucking morons? Yeah, and it, not this? <laughs> Which, like, maybe living the life of a shitty open mic comic is what's giving you yeah. diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like you haven't drank water in six months, and all you do is stay up until four in the morning smoking cigarettes. Or that's why you feel like shit, dude. But yeah, no. When I finally actually went there, I was one of those like, you yeah, know, it was like when I had like Brussels sprouts for the first time. Like, what was everybody bitching about? These oh, are great. Brussels sprouts are amazing. Mm -hmm. You just gotta cook them right. You just gotta cook them in bacon and balsamic. Uh, yeah, you know, you surround glaze. it by good food. Yeah. You just fucking <laughs> smuggle it in. Yeah, you deep fry them and then twirl them in. in yeah, you got a Trojan horse, some fucking uh, vitamins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. just grilled Brussels sprouts with some salt and pepper and some olive oil is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I do that shit yeah. all the time. Well, come on, baby, I'll show you how. Come on, baby, I'll show you how. We'll do it hot and we'll do it fast. We'll do it hot and we'll do it fast. Come on, baby, do a chicken, chicken walk. Fellas, we are just a couple of uh, weeks out from Halloween. <coughs> Hell yeah, dude! And uh, I actually have brought a couple of a uh, couple of books uh, with me with some stuff I'd like to share. So, uh, okay, uh, I wanted to shout out our friend uh, from our Patreon, uh, Brian Marshall. Uh, out What's of up, Brian? Shout out to Brian. Shout uh, out, Brian. Sent me a book uh, that is called Virginia Folk Legends. Okay, uh, because uh, he heard me talking about this other book. So I uh, I was back in Alabama for a few months uh, over the past winter, and I found my favorite book from when I was a child Okay, uh, that is called Ghosts and Goosebumps, Ghost Stories, Tall Tales, and Superstitions from Alabama. By oh, this is all specifically Alabama spookiness. <laughs> yes, from Jack and Olivia Solomon. And the thing is, like, I don't know if you, there's no reason you would know this, but uh, everybody listening in Bama knows what's up. They had a series when I was a child that we've actually talked about on the show before. A few, a couple years ago when we had, I think it was the Steph Tollive episode uh, where I shouted out to Catherine Tucker Wyndham, uh, who is the author of a book series called 13 Alabama Ghosts and Jeffrey. Uh, and Jeffrey was the ghost that supposedly lived in her house. Okay. And it was a series of ghost stories that were just from Alabama. So this was this was published after the popularity of that. And then you can tell by the title in the mid-90s because they included goosebumps. the word goosebumps yeah. very pointedly. Yeah, too. they're like, ah, maybe your kid won't know until they've already spent the $6. Yes, 100%. And, and Jack and Olivia Solomon are folklorists. So these were collected uh, from just people. So they traveled the South and they were like, hey, tell me some scary shit that your old people gotcha. talk about. And so that's what this is a book of. And, and the, then we'll make money from that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the Virginia Folk Legends is, uh, I was delighted to find is very much the same thing okay uh where it's uh, it's a bunch of short uh like tales and stuff like that so i wanted to share a short one uh from the virginia book this is a ghost story just tell me if you guys are freaked out all, at right. all by this uh, I, didn't, I didn't know i was gonna get uh scared and startled and spooked out today, you know so. uh, we're, we're gonna do a full-on halloween episode i didn't invite you to bring this evil into my fucking home <laughs> Okay, you gotta let me like fucking sage the room and kill a chicken and then grill it so Tom can complain yeah, that it's not a fucking McGriddle or whatever. <laughs> you knew I was coming. That's enough evil for you to do all those That's things. True, but I've learned to accept you, just, uh, uh, Casper the Husky Ghost. Yeah, like, you're just. Uh... I'm the demon that you can't get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 13 Long Beach Ghosts and Tom. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so again, shout out to Brian for sending this. This is uh, from the section of the Virginia Folk Legends uh, titled Conjure and Witchcraft. Okay. Uh, so this is, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to read the title. I'm just going to read the thing. 
Aunt Lucy, an old woman who lived in Montgomery County, Virginia, about 100 years ago, left many tales of her experiences with witches. And all these stories are still recounted by her descendants, who are people of integrity in that community. <laughs> so <laughs> it starts off just being like, these are serious people. It's weird. And it's also like, a hu- what, so this was what, like 130 years ago in, in uh, Virginia? <laughs> I got point, to yeah. imagine the bar for what constituted a witch was a little different. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I saw a woman reading. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is my fault. This is not the book's fault. This is not your fault, but now I just, you said Aunt Lucy, and I just keep having Lucy, I'm home going through my head. You got some exorcisms to do. I didn't hear any of the other words you said because don't interrupt him with that horse shit, Ricky. <laughs> uh, Aunt Lucy was a highly respected and intelligent country woman who lived the simple life of her times on her farm, not far from what is now the town of Christiansburg. <laughs> Which, Next you, door to Jesusville and heavy metal is the devil city. If you were asking me to come up with a funny name for a town in Virginia, I don't think I could do better than Christiansburg. Christiansburg is so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's right there next to No Muslimsville. <laughs> that's, well, that's the, everybody who founded that town spending like 12 hours trying to come up with a name. Oh, yeah. And then they're just sitting there and they're just like, I don't know, man. What about fucking Christian Bird? Yeah. Like, I guess. <laughs> that works. We can't, yeah. We can't decide between yeah. Whitey Town and Intolerancia. <laughs> Intolerancia. <laughs> That's a. Intolerancia was a little bit too Ricky Ricardo for them. If you give my <laughs> yeah, the, Sounds Italian. Yeah. The Intolerancia is the dance they do after the Babaloo. Um, <laughs> Uh, so one day when her best cow began to give bloody milk, <laughs> sorry, what? One day when her best cow sure. began to give bloody milk, her moon sure. got a period, also known as the T-virus antidote. Yeah. Um, uh, the story spread about and her neighbors gathered with the advice that the animal was bewitched. Okay. <laughs> so I got a witch cow. right past maybe this cow is sick. Yeah, <laughs> this cow Keith. is haunted. Listen, Keith, these are, uh, these are serious in- in- integrity-driven people. Yeah. You, uh, well, to you be fair, if I milked Tom and blood came out, I would assume it was the devil. <laughs> I, think, I think if you have a haunted ghost cow spurting out bloody milk, uh, instead of moo, it goes boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first, they were not sure it was bewitched until they tasted it and realized it wasn't strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> Surely foul play was was a foot. Ah, oh, fuck, it was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first uh, order of business was to find the witch and then to undo their evil work. <laughs> this cow is sick. Better kill a woman. <laughs> Dude, yep. fucking people rule. <laughs> and several fingers of suspicion pointed at once to the ancient couple who lived alone in a hut on a few barren acres of land. Okay, so- now to be fair, <laughs> I, as much as I want to mock these people, if I knew there was a hut with an ancient couple in it, I'd be like, yeah, they probably did something bad. Well, yeah. What What is ancient in Alabama, or is this Virginia or This Alabama? one's Virginia. This okay. was the Virginia one. Uh, uh, and in the 1800s, so what, they were 37? Yeah, like, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they lived alone in a hut on a few barren acres of land. Also, you can't live alone if you're with another fucking person. That's well, not... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What, 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 we've, we, we've seen True Detective. It's possible. Yeah, I have not seen True Detective. What? Tom? You showed I, the, him. <laughs> the credits were too long. 
<laughs> I hope okay. this does not go where True Detective goes. <laughs> they fucked that cow. <laughs> yeah, and they and it describes that their manner of living did not conform to community precepts. I assumed on account of the hut. Yeah, all. yeah, yeah, exactly. They were Baptists. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we are good, God fearing snake handlers down here in Christiansburg, Church of God, and get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, so Aunt Lucy sent at once for a man who was reputed to uh, know how to break the spell of witches. So (laughs) she was told to draw a likeness of each of the persons suspected on a piece of paper. What? What? Again, these are in- integrity-driven community. Uh, so she's he then offered to sell a monorail to the town. <laughs> Lucy, why are you drawing his cock so huge? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they had to draw. Is there going to be a? <laughs> it's that big digging witch, Lucy. They don't need to be nudes. It's just their face. He doesn't even need a broomstick to ride on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she was supposed to uh, draw the likeness of each of the persons suspected on a piece of paper and nailed these pictures above the door on the side of her house. I thought you were going to say to the cow. (laughs) (laughs) And then melt a silver coin. Okay. And mold a bullet from the metal. So now this is just getting scary. This is so many more steps than just getting a new cow. (laughs) Dude, we're we're just killing the old witches. Yeah. (laughs) This is this is also back at the time where baking was like a nine month ordeal. <laughs> right, they, they had shit to do. Uh, so these they prep- still couldn't read. <laughs> <laughs> these preparations made Aunt Lucy, according to the story, took careful aim and shot the likenesses of the witches. So she sh- shot her own drawings. Sure. Uh, she hit the mark, and in doing this, not only relieved the afflicted cow, but possibly established a record in killing two witches with one shot. <laughs> But the people were still alive. Yeah, and that's the story of Christiansburg, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I love how, like, the insane bullshit that people will go along with when they believe witchcraft is at play. I just want to let people know that if this is, let's see, that was uh, supposed to be 100 years ago. Right. Okay. And the copyright on this book is 1991. Okay. So this is the 1890s, which means... So they brought it back? (laughs) These are the stories that they need to retell. Right, right. Imagine the ones they decided not to. (laughs) I just want people to remember that like okay let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt all right so this is it says a hundred years ago this comes out in 91 1890s let's take it back even to you know a few years past that within a hundred years of this we'll be walking on the moon right <laughs> so i don't ever want anybody to get overconfident about how smart their fucking society is right yeah. it's, we're never that far away from this uh sort of thing but yeah, we and we've done this uh, on the uh, on the show a couple of uh, times. But my favorite part of the other book, the uh, Ghosts and Goosebumps, is uh, you know I mentioned it's uh, it's ghost stories, tall tales, and superstitions. Okay. And there is a section of this book that is literally just a giant list of superstitions. God, these are Alabama. <laughs> these are Alabama ones. superstitions. Okay. And the funny thing is, there are some that are just like everybody. It's like step on the crack of the sidewalk, break your mother's back, like just normal Pretty shit. Pretty universal. Like, yeah. A rabbit's foot is good luck. But then there's also things like. If you have a mole on your chin, you will be fortunate in your choice of friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's one guy with a shitty mole. Be like, oh, you know, I heard from my mom that only big dick cool guys have chin moles. <laughs> if your canary sings after dark, he will not live much longer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> These are helpful facts for life, that, Tom. That's a threat. That's <laughs> I hate my kid's fucking bird. <laughs> I'm going to kill it. I'm yeah. enjoying these Caucasian fortune cookies. <laughs> uh, if a yellow bee flies around you, good news is coming. Yeah. But if a black bee flies around you, bad news is coming. I mean. <laughs> what is a black bee? Uh, they, mean a, they mean a dirt knobber, a wasp? Yeah, I guess, but, yeah, I guess uh, you see an all black bee. There's something fucked up. Yeah, no, there's that a, bee is wearing a leather jacket. Fuck, what's the kind of bee? Uh, he's smoking really, a cigarette. Yeah, he has the stinger off his ass and he's using it as a shank. I'm stealing your car going to get chicken wings. <laughs> no, there's a fucking, there is a, uh, they're big. Fuck, what are they called? There's a certain kind of, because it's not a bumblebee, it's a... It's a rumblebee. Fuck it. I'm looking I've, this up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is important. I love bees. <laughs> bees are good, and they're dying, and we need to remember them. Yeah, 100%. This next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, totally, dude. <laughs> the, next sure. the next one says, if the devil's horse spits in your eye, it'll put your eye out. <laughs> okay. I mean, probably. <laughs> These are practical facts for life. If you happen to encounter the devil's the devil. horse, it's dangerous. That's like, if I'm seeing the devil atop a horse... The spit from the horse is like 40th on my list of concerns. Carpenter bees came up, but I'm thinking of a different kind of bee. <laughs> Ignoring the devil. <laughs> well, unlike the devil, bees are real. Also, yes, I, the, 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 devil's, the devil's horse is what I refer to as Mr. Hands' uh, <laughs> fuck buddy. <laughs> I put more in his eye yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he uh, wish he spit in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to find uh, find one more one more good one from the list of superstitions. Uh, although devil's horse, that, that might have been the closer. Something about the fact that the devil has to ride a horse, too. Like, you'd think he could fly or teleport or something. <laughs> well, I also love the idea of you seeing the devil on top of a horse, and you'd be like, oh, fuck, a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if they say if the devil's horse takes a shit, it grows into a Hitler tree. <laughs> <laughs> a crow won't touch a kernel of corn if you arrange it in a circle. I don't think that's true. That's 100% I think not that's fucking a good way true. to lose some corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose a lot of crops to That crows. was written by Dave, definitely not a bunch of crows in a people suit, Johnson. <laughs> uh, and then uh, finally, don't sing before rising or you'll or you'll weep before going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait. So, hang on. One more. If you're more laying time. in bed, don't sing until your feet hit the floor, or else you're going to go to bed crying. This makes sense. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> this is this is Alabama. Why does it all sound like shit a cartoon witch would say in a cottage made of gingerbread and bones? Like that. Yeah, that last one sounded like a uh, like some really edgy Len. <laughs> this is this is not shit you should be able to like say out loud and believe when trains exist. Like I don't think they existed here. Uh, in Alabama, yeah, yeah. trains. Yeah. When did you guys get trains? Eighteen <laughs> forties, yeah. like everyone yeah, else. Talking about ah, that doesn't Where sound do you think right. They were going, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what do you think Sherman was doing down there in the 1860s? I know you guys got cars in like the 70s. What? Cars or trains? Abu Dhabi or some shit. Like. <laughs> uh, it, it's white Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs>
gentlemen, our uh, final segment for this show. This has been such a good time. And, uh, it's been fun, man. I, I wanted to, uh, this is an ongoing segment that we started during the Corona Diaries that we're keeping going now. In order to find out what the people think about uh, certain songs, we go to where the people are. And the people are I'm in the ready. comment section of YouTube. Oh, okay. And today, uh, I figure both of you guys are uh, Orange County SoCal gentlemen. So mm-hmm. I figured I would uh, bring in the OGs of OC. Story of My Life by Social Distortion. Are either of you uh, familiar with this band and the song? You know, I have. Uh, go uh, ahead. Yeah, I was say, I'm, I am a big Social Distortion fan, uh, or at least I what They kind of suck now, but because they like turn into weird, like uh, pretend it's the '50s guys a little too hard. Sure, sure. Uh, the lead singer of this band, Mike Ness, was at one point my stepdad's NA counselor. <laughs> Uh, and the last time I saw that stepdad, he was doing lines on a public bus. So, oh, so he's good at it. Mike Ness, a little better at being in a band than he is at not letting that guy do drugs on a bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have absolutely no connection to social distortion. I absolutely definitely didn't just work for many months uh, for someone who used to be in that band. Oh, <laughs> no shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. And listen to their music often working at that location. I was going to say, they got to they gotta play the hits, you know. They do play the hits. I've also heard that uh, that, that there's no treat like listening to a drummer sing to (laughs) uh, back into his glory days. Right. Ah, It will never sound more like a cry for help. I like that you basically (laughs) worked at like the Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville of like fucking like shitty OC stepdads. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, well, we got to keep the branding strong. You know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I may have washed many pint glasses with their logo on it. Oh, shit. (laughs) I may be very familiar with this band now. Oh, it's now it's not with before. a cigarette and a fedora, so you know he's very cool. Oh, yeah. There we go. And shout out to our friend Kyle oh, Clark, who has that on his uh, cast. He sure does. <laughs> hang on. Oh, my God. Damn it. I left in my car. I literally have a mask with that logo on it. Oh, <laughs> you well, don't like this band. Uh, <laughs> no. You, you, you got to wear it for the picture. We'll take for this episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be perfect. Uh, well, yeah, let's uh, let's get down into the comments oh, please, uh, where democracy is. The, the, oh, this is the last stand for democracy. No single ninja is going to take down the YouTube. Yeah. Comment section. Uh, Man, th- this is a bummer because I know some weird shit is going on in this comment. This is section. where the people can say what they want. So. I feel like there is a lot of like rest in peace <laughs> people who died in their thirties. Oh, the they might be. Yeah. In there. Look, as someone who served these people, I disagree. <laughs> so yeah, let's get down into the uh, comment section of Social Distortions. Story of my life from their 1990s self-titled album. First up, Kelly Sue from one year ago. Choose social distortion, never social distancing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kelly's dead now. Oh, exactly okay. where I thought we were going. Kelly <laughs> is dead. R.I.P. Kelly. Uh, and notice, yeah. I'm not interested in protecting these 60-year-old men who wrote this song. <laughs> notice this was from a year ago, too. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what a fucking dildo. <laughs> like, you have to reach so far to make this about that at all. <laughs> she was the funniest one I saw, but there were a couple social distortion, social distancing things all right. from about a year ago. Uh, next up, fuck Google from three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> On my way yeah. to prison. Frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best.
best song to listen to when you got a pile of meth and a pile of chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever passed out at a concession stand? It feels like Shangri-La to Ranch me. goes down <laughs> too fast. <laughs> Chasing army guys with a samurai knife. <laughs> uh, Steve Hardy from one year ago. Anthem of my divorce right here, Mike. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I won't ever forget this tune or Ball and Chain. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> shout out. Uh, <laughs> this is a similar uh, take here. Uh, Liam Huez from nine months ago. This is my kind of music. My ex didn't like it, so she needed to go. <laughs> Dude, the, everyone in this comment section fucking sucks. <laughs> everyone here is just like, I got a Born to Lose tattoo, and yeah, I do live in a motel on Beach Boulevard. What up? <laughs> Man, I, I, so I fucking grew up in OC, and it's the yeah. weirdest pocket of Orange County people who like to act like they are like weird redneck like hillbillies for some reason. Sure, yeah. yeah. And it's like they have an inexplicable southern accent, and they were like born and raised in Tustin. Like it doesn't make <laughs> yeah, any fucking no. sense. <laughs> no, it's such it a specific genome of white trash. <laughs> uh, well, this might be that uh, that genome here. Amy Brown from seven months ago. I'm a 41 year old mom slash housewife. I may not look it, but I have a fuck it all, do what I want, punk rock streak a mile wide, bitches. Take away, take away, <laughs> take away my kids and friends. <laughs> I don't care who in this YouTube comments yeah. knows it. Man, Facebook thinks they're going to outlaw me for sharing a minion meme about the truth of ivermectin. I think so. Not today, Zuckerberg. Punk rock. Uh, my kids can't read. Skinner. <laughs> Fucking dorks. Put the corn in a circle <laughs> so the scrolls go away. <laughs> <laughs> fucking white trash fucking idiots. Man, I listened to the song when my wife <laughs> shot my dog. <laughs> it was self-defense. The dog had a knife, but still. And he only had a knife because I put one in his shoulder blade. But I, that's, 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 I, think it, I think it was the devil's dog. He spit on me. <laughs> yeah. No, I was milking my dog and all this blood came out of it. <laughs> uh, Juan Argetta from one year ago. Social distortion made me into who I was hiding. A fucking rebel. 1990s greasers, number one. <laughs> and then everyone else in these conversations went, Juan, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, Hezzy Hellcat music from two years ago. Oh, my God. That, uh, <laughs> shove whatever stand-up bass you're playing up your ass. Hey, shout out to Hezzy. <laughs> they for sure haven't molested their cousins. <laughs> I would warn the next generation about kick flipping on fresh blacktop, but they're too busy staring at phones to give a shit anyway. <laughs> I said into my YouTube app. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Hezzy for sure is just constantly talking to skateboard kids and they're constantly throwing milkshakes at him and stuff. <laughs> what a fucking what? These kids today with their phones don't know what a cool kid I am. Yeah. <laughs> All the real OG people go and post about how cool they are on YouTube. 
too. Like, Imagine any kid being like, wow, that cool 40-year-old told me about kickflipping. No, no, for real, he had a pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got to say, I, I do uh, city tours of Los Angeles and end up going to Venice Beach a lot. My favorite time to go to the skate park at Venice Beach is on a school day at like 10 a.m. Right. Because it's really little kids, and that's always impressive because right. you're like, fuck, I, you couldn't pay me enough money to attempt what this five-year-old is doing. Yeah. But also, it's guys in their 40s who think they've still got it. Oh, 100%. I watched a man give up. <laughs> like, it, it, I watched it end. I watched his mental mathematic calculations going on. Like, he fell on his ass and the board just went flying down the park, and sure. he just sort of sat there with his hands on the ground, just kind of like, and sort of slowly moved his head back, and then slowly got up and grabbed his board and just walked down the beach with it. And so I was like, that was his it. phone out and calling, yeah, I'm ready to take that job at the bank. <laughs> 100%. I watched a man give up. That's awesome. Uh, uh, Joseph Paz from one year ago. Is it pause at P-A-U-S-E? No, it's P-A-Z. So Paz or you know, pause. That was like the fifth one I would have asked. <laughs> it's short for didn't pass the mental uh, efficiency test to be a cop in Orange County. That's uh, Joseph Paz. Which one. is really just being able to read a color wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Joseph Paz one year ago. Tanya Johnston, my love, I miss you. Please, I need your love. Babe, I need to see your pretty face. <laughs> A million exclamation points. <laughs> I feel like when he's not typing this on random comment sections, he's just yelling this at fast food speakers. <laughs> Remember when we were kids and we had to get out the, like, people would have to get out those shitty fucking babe emotions out on trees. Right. <laughs> and that, that way it would be shorter because then they couldn't fucking, they, they, the amount of work it was to carve out your initial with someone else on a tree. Right. What I'm saying, we gotta bring trees back. It's <laughs> so weird you mentioned that. Uh, oh, Tom, fucking Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Iman Vans from nine months ago. This saved my life. This speaks to my soul. It goes hard. Like, I just want to punch trees for being trees. <laughs> Social D for life. <laughs> the hardest thing you can do. That is the weirdest goddamn thing that you mentioned that, because it's literally <laughs> the next one. <laughs> you belong amongst these people. Uh, say, you, worked, you, you were dishwashing for Social D for too yeah, long. Yeah. You've got their brains they now. You've got, you're in their hive mind. I am apparently one of the only people they said that could come back. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to be absorbed into Mike Ness's hair at some point. <laughs> I think he was at the bar. Someone was telling me that I served him, and I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he was the, the white guy with the pompadour. He was the guy with the eyeliner. That's most of the clientele. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Edison Mustaine Thrash 666 from one year ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Zero percent insults. Zero percent naked girls. Zero percent vulgaris. Fifty percent rock. 40% Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock, 100 trillion percent Social Distortion, Absolute Fan Forever. I, I have so many questions about his math. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it only Who left 40? this comment? Mike Shinoda? <laughs> no, Wait, so 0% insults. No insults. Okay. No naked girls. No vulgaris. Is vulgaris like a Viking god? Like 100% concentrated power of will. Yeah. But then he did 50% rock. I think 20% pain. I mean, technically, it's they sing in English, which is a vulgar language. It's not Latin. So it's okay. actually, technically, it's 100% vulgaris. Uh, <laughs> 
Edison. 40% rock, 40% guitar hero. 40% guitar hero, because this song, there were so many, the, the most, you know, I filter out all the normal stuff, obviously. Right. Uh, the most comment that I saw was people, because apparently One Direction has a song called Story of My Life. Uh -huh. So there was a lot of people who were just like, fuck One Direction. Like, they were just <laughs> mad, because when they type in Story of My Life, it doesn't automatically bring up Social oh, D. Yeah. Uh, but then the second most was Guitar Hero 3 brought me here. So I think this song is featured in Guitar Hero 3. But that gets you no, to 90 it, it That is. still gets you to 90%, and then you add... 100 trillion. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, it's very little rock, like by, per capita. Yeah, yeah, compared to 100 trillion percent uh, social media. 50% rock, 40% a video game, 10% cream of my people, <laughs> 20 billion percent. Come back, Deborah, I miss you. And 100% reason to remember the name. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, every, every bartender, I, I don't know one person who was like. Actually, maybe one person who worked there who was like a fan of the band, right? Uh, but uh, everyone was everyone told me like, I mean, I liked him on guitar here. Think <laughs> <laughs> uh, your boss would be like, what about the drums? <laughs> uh, he did once spend like twenty minutes trying to explain to me that wood and drum, uh, sorry, drumsticks and hockey sticks are pretty much the same thing. <laughs> That's incorrect. He I was very would, drunk. One is very big. I was going to say, drunk. I would 100% kill to watch someone try to play the drums with hockey sticks. He, he <laughs> was very keen on, like, it's mahogany. Oh, I will pay you $100 to try to play hockey with a drumstick. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, Micah Slints from four months ago. <laughs> I just hear my dad talking about how I shouldn't deal with girls until my 30s because he has a dying marriage. <laughs> okay, that's wait, actually pretty good. Wait for it. And then this is like a weird poetic ending. He has a dying marriage. The windows are down in the car. <laughs> that's like a Billy what? Collins poem. <laughs> what, is, what the fuck are you talking about? This shit is haunting. Dude. I know. It's like such a weird dying You know you what could is call the... your dad instead of telling us this. <laughs> the one, what is, I, I don't even fucking I, He's I, just painting a picture. Of I the, think what he's saying is that him and his dad are riding around with the windows down listening to this song and he's giving him girl advice. But the way he sets it up, it just ends with the windows are down in the car. Like, also, it, like it's a poem or something. Don't talk to women until you're in your 30s. That's it's terrible advice. Well, he says don't deal with them. I don't oh. know what that means. Well, but <laughs> nothing Hold great. on to the bodies until you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> then you're 30, you get a garbage disposal. No body, no crime, son. Yeah, there you go. I know the windows yeah. are down, but My this is important. My favorite Bob Marley drink. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Donnie from one month ago. Okay. Charlie Reconnaissance 4 keeps Ariel and Hail Caesar, Hail Rome. That's my Jill. The Anarchist Cookbook. I made him up in the Crane Wars. I made him up. Alpha, Alpha. I have defeated Jessup Lap with my sword. 100% Dragon Mastery. <laughs> so, for, uh, you know. People, I have no idea what so any of that is. So, people listening uh, know my theory, and that is that uh, various, uh, you know, subversive spy agencies. I believe use YouTube comments uh, in, to speak in code language to, uh, you know, relay messages to Russian oh, Russian shit. Confederates, and I think that might be what Johnny Donnie is doing here. I think Wait, is that a real thing? This is we've been doing this since last year, and every like every song we've covered doesn't matter what genre, doesn't matter what year, 
always contains some absolutely insane stuff. So it's either gas huffers or Russian spies. <laughs> I, Which, I, I'm going to be honest. With this song, <laughs> who knows? gas huffers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's so funny, the idea that somebody at the Kremlin is just like listening to this song for the 900th time, just, yes, yeah, good. We will <laughs> hack the election now. Charlie, <laughs> reconnaissance for, uh, for keep Ariel. From 2024, that is story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we understand. Communicate. Push his button. Release Ninja. <laughs> Sent to Mojave Desert. He know I, what to. I can't believe it work. <laughs> I can't believe it not butter. Tell, tell, tell Mike Ness new album, Make America Problems. <laughs> uh, Sean Harris from 11 months ago. Shit, man, I just drove around the place I grew up, and I couldn't find anyone I used to know. The neighborhood is torn up now. The creek we used to dam up and catch fish is now a sewer. And the only two people I could find information on from my childhood was a friend named Dustin, who was now referred to as Dustin on Fifth Street, parentheses, a crackhead, and Alex, who left when she turned 18. I guess this town was a lot more shit than I remembered. Dad. (laughs) I love that his friend Dustin is now Dustin on Fifth Street, a crackhead. I'm like... Nicknames don't get longer. Right. <laughs> no, normally. Now they call him my friend who does crack all the time. Also, you know, downtown Dustin is right there. Yeah. You know, that's, if crackheads you love alliterate. Yeah. Yeah. Shout that, out to downtown Reggie. Dustin, the crackhead on Fifth Street. That, that's like when the writers go too ham on the book title. is like. Bob and Linda, a love story, a novel, but like <laughs> I think downtown Dustin played washboard for uh, social media on a couple <laughs> records. I always would fucking lose my mind because we have there's a there's a beer out called Downtown Brown. I'm like, why would you name a beer Butthole? What are the going downtown it does Brown? Like it does, and it tastes kind of like it too. I don't like Tom. The beer. I enjoy the Hershey Highway IPA. What, the, what can I say? Uh, Noah Santos from two years ago. I'm listening to this while drunk and smoking a cigarette after my girlfriend left. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting on a curb at night, headphones full blast. I'm deleting your photos, waiting for that I was wrong text. It hits differently. I, I love how many of these people have such a fucking boner for how shitty their lives are. I, yeah, I also Man, love that. My, my woman done left me, and I'm just, I'm sharing a menthol with my dog, but he's running off with my woman, and now I live in a truck, and my wheels are made of food stamps. Absolutely. I'm just an outlaw, rebel, simple country boy from Santa Ana, California. <laughs> Absolutely every single person who said my girlfriend just just means the last thirteen years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a comedian it's like a comedian who says on my way to the show. Yeah. yeah. When I was go- when I was on my way over here. And every on my wo- way to the show listening to President Obama speak, I right. realized that <laughs> yeah. every woman in this story is like, We dated for a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I was <laughs> I was tied for most of it. I, I you just wanted me to really appreciate your leather jacket and yeah. I didn't care. <laughs> uh, after reading all all these sad ones. I, I started reading this one. I was like, oh, no. And then it, it turns good in the end. Okay. Lisa Foos from one month ago. <laughs> <laughs> this song was playing when my son passed. 
his driving test. Great day. <laughs> I was like, Lisa, you faked me out. <laughs> well done, well done. Uh, Will Kit Wick from one year ago. Then he died later. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated. Yeah. Unrelated. I killed him. This song makes reference to Mike Nez not having an interest in, in sports. Uh, and this says, uh, how could a guy not have much interest in sports in high school? We used to call those guys nerds or heshers. LOL. I said I love the rest of this song. So relatable. Yeah. I was like, I feel like this guy might have called them worse like, than nerds. I, I was like, did you go to school in the 40s? Yeah. <laughs> Heshers. What is Hesher? Yeah. I've never heard that. I'd oh, that's when, that's when your buddy has the rickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hesher is when your cow fucking yeah. milks blood. Yeah. <laughs> Hesher is when you got to take a hex away. <laughs> uh, oh, we got a couple in uh, what we call our uh, Chris Hansen section. Uh-oh. Uh, we, we, uh, <laughs> I don't like that it's called that. <laughs> so in addition to uh, our... Russian, uh, you know, spy communicate theory. We also have a theory that FBI agents on here pose as children to try to get sex criminals to, uh, you know, message them. Sure. Uh, so Hi, I'm a horny seven-year-old who loves social distortion. <laughs> to that end, Danky Kang from one year ago. I'm 11. What is this? <laughs> Will someone come molest me and tell me how cool the 50s were? <laughs> Similar. John Zoop from two years ago. I'm a minor and I drink mouthwash to get drunk and I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I love Johnny Cash and keeping secrets. <laughs> Kill the entertainer one year ago. I'm 13 and vibing to these guys. Being a 13-year-old girl who likes music that no one in my grade likes, it's kind of difficult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one is a definite setup. Saying, that is so like message me creeps. I dare you. You're oh, going. Wow. You're going to Leavenworth. I don't give a fuck. Man, the internet should just be nuked <laughs> from orbit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So those, those are uh, some of the Chris Hansen section. Got a few more here. Space Dolphin Brigada from one year ago. Sure. I'm ready to die. That's that, it. That's all it's ready that's to all die. It just says I'm ready to die. I well, mean, that's more of a story of your death. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody stopping you, Sailor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, da Gamer Dude from two years ago. <laughs> da Gamer Dude. <laughs> da Game, Da Game, Da Game. Uh, da Baby has rebranded since uh, his controversial comments. <laughs> this guy fucking rules. I can't tell you how many times I've played guitar drunk by myself in my driveway thinking about all my fucked up choices and playing this song while howling at the moon. <laughs> what? What? Doug Gamer Dude's neighbor comments, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he's been, I mean, let's see, that comment was from two years ago. He was certainly died during COVID, but not of COVID. His neighbors killed him. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's like, if I have to listen to this during the day. And, and was they that... injected him with COVID, so it would look like an accident. Just out of curiosity, you said that comment was left by Fifth Street Crackhead? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dustin. Fifth Street Dustin. Yeah, Street Dusty. Down Tom Dustin. Uh, Tara Keebler from two years ago. Oh my God, my life. <laughs> I'm the biggest clown in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> thanks to my lovely family that I hate so much. <laughs> This is left by Bam Margera? I know. I, I really do just picture, like, she's literally a, a circus clown. They don't get me at all. Honky, honky. <laughs> she squeezes her nose. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, this guy's got a, got, a, got a vendetta. Garrett Bordas from two years ago. I grew up in Orange County, and I used to live down the street from these pricks. 
<laughs> Alfie, Al Alfie Agnew from DI was the president of my high school. Bunch of pricks, the lot of them. And by the way, yes, I know this is a social distortion video with Mike Ness. The fucking prick! <laughs> Honestly, that's what I like. Cause what I like. Yeah, probably. He's a real local. Yeah. He's a real yeah. local. Anybody who's like, the guy from DI is a dick. I'm like, ah, oh, you grew up in the block. <laughs> Amber Boyle Trucky from 10 months ago. Used to be my favorite band until I saw you in concert, mind you, my first concert ever, and then you got all political. You ruined everything. Thanks for ruining my first concert, you jerks. When was this written? Yeah, so this is 10 months ago, and for people that don't know, uh, <laughs> they were playing a show in Sacramento in 2018, and a farmer named Tim Hildebrand uh, said some Trump shit. Mike Ness punched him in the face. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of assumed they were in the they were on the okay side of this. Yeah, oh for sure. And then there was another one, Hayden Hyatt from eleven months ago. And this seems like they whatever drug they were doing kicked in halfway through this sentence. I love you, but I love Trump, but time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? Makes you think. <laughs> Brad Noble from two months ago back when music was good and not this rap shit they have out today with all this woke BS. I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, this woke, oh <laughs> this woke rap. I'll yeah. say it. This form of passionate small town punk music is far superior to songs about drugs, hoes, and shooting cops. <laughs> it's like, Man, have you heard pit. other punk? Have you heard <laughs> other social distortions? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what a fucking... Like, I would have more respect for that guy if he just wrote, I sure am racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when the subtext is that loud, it's like, just have the fucking confidence to be a Nazi. Right, right. Dweeb. I'm here to look at your hot rod collection, yeah. not hear your politics. Not this woke stuff where it's not guys <laughs> singing about tractors and the good old days. <laughs> and finally, and this is a fucking doozy, uh, and finally, Honey Badger founder TDLM, parentheses, tie-dye love movement. Okay. From one month ago. Sounds peaceful. For the New Hampshire tie-dye love movement. <laughs> <laughs> to all the women. Too many. Oh, no. To all the hearts I've broken. Four specifically. <laughs> Marie, and now he gives first and last names. Oh, shit. Marie Francois. I bought her flowers when I was five years old and was an amateur skateboarder for gravity going pro. I was like, you're five. Wait. Yeah, that's horse shit. <laughs> uh, next up, Lauren Drenhaus. She sponsored skateboarders. Christina Alvarez. And Sarah Dew, the team manager and world break world record breaking athlete. My actions haunt me daily. Three strikes. Now I'm looking at time in federal prison. Whoa! <laughs> Thank you, women, for allowing me to know love. <laughs> I'd trade my entire mafia to know that love again. Whoa. This guy for sure just thought, okay. How can I humbly say I'm a professional skateboarder? <laughs> and I'm going to prison. After being in the hospital at UC San Diego, it's work release, and then jail, and then federal prison. If you're reading this, learn from me. Evan Grant Spencer. It's full name. Uh, sure. <laughs> I gang-banged in Sorrento Valley. <laughs> I also broke a world record in skateboarding. <laughs> 
This guy is the most badass dude ever. It's just so made up because he's not saying what the record was. It was Eric Grant Spencer. I looked it up already. There's nothing. No, yeah. it's, it's the, there's only this comment. This guy deleted his fucking everything the second he saw he was tagged. Or it's completely fictional. Oh, it and, is. And then he says, and then I formed my own mafia slash outfit to hunt rapists and child molesters. What? what? <laughs> so he's now okay. a QAnon guy. Uh, I've lived, laughed, and loved. And it was over before I turned 32 on September 6th, which is very recent. Oh. When love finds you, never let go. And it fucking is. murder a child molester. Yeah, you got to put more daylight between talking about child molestation oh, and love. saying when love finds you, there's, never let go. There's quite a bit Remember more. when I was five listening <laughs> off those ladies? Oh, boy. When love finds you, you never let go. It is lonely at the top. Just ask the Sorrento Valley FBI. I did it all. I was like, I don't think they have their own FBI. <laughs> I think there's just the one FBI, and they might have a branch Ooh. there. Uh, now I'm just waiting to rot in a cell for the rest of my life. I'm afraid <laughs> to face God, too. Just like the Sicario who, pl- who supplied the cobra and rattlesnake to have me bit for interfering with human trafficking. 100% love, honey badger. <laughs> That took such a turn at the end there. And that. The cartel threw snakes at me because I didn't want to rape kids. Anyway, love social D. And that is story of my life. That's what he's doing with his last day of freedom. Distortion. Yeah, he's writing a giant paragraph on YouTube. Oh, Oh, boys. uh, Tell the folks where they can find you on the internet. We'll start with Tom. Uh, you can find me under that on YouTube under that last guy's username. Uh, <laughs> I am Evan. Whatever. Yeah, I am Turbo Badger. Ev- Sp- Spencer Hands McFiddle or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> um, tie dye love movement. Yeah, tie dye love movement. Uh, no, at Gosga Six and uh, on Twitter and Instagram and uh, at the I, I'm doing I do shows. Too. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. We coming up. We do. So Keith, tell people where they can find you. I'm on all the uh, the socials at Keith Tells Jokes. Boom. Uh, you can also uh, listen to mine and Tom's show. Uh, this is not a show on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to shit. Oh, yeah. yeah Hell, yeah. 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 And, and you can uh, see all three of us as well as, as we mentioned, Nicole Buchanan and uh, two of my favorite comics in the world from Atlanta, Sam Severin and David Perdue are going to be there as well at the Hound in downtown Auburn. Technically, it's at the Coffee Cat, which is the coffee shop attached to the Hound. The coffee shop will be closed so you can buy drinks and then just walk through the inside door and drink them in there. Uh, so it's going to be a fucking badass show. Please come see us uh, Tuesday, October the 19th. Uh, doors will open at 7.30 and the show is going to start right at 8 uh, because we know that's a school night, so we're going to try to have everybody out of there well before 10 o'clock. So, Fuck yeah. And yeah. where can our people find you? Oh yes, of course. You find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rivers Langley and the best way to support the show is to head over to patreon.com slash thegoodspod join the Tower of Power and the second best way to support this show is to go to Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Show the attitude of gratitude because if you do not have the attitude of gratitude, daddy, fuck you. And for any uh, uh, good listeners, if you want to abandon his Patreon and come to ours, <laughs> patreon.com slash this is not a show. We, we actually uh, have a good bit of crossover. Every time I click a new yeah. patron, it's always like us and you guys and this is rad. I so. would like to also invite our people to give us a five-star review on Rivers Podcast. <laughs> 
so you can review. Uh, tell yes. us what you think Confusing about meta us. bits all around. Oh, yes, rivers, yes. Uh, goods from the woods. <laughs> Make this nice and inaccessible. Ah, <laughs> uh, and we will see you in Auburn next week. Later, yeah. fuckers. Auburn, Kentucky. <laughs> The Goods from the Woods was recorded and edited by me, Rivers Langley. You can find our show on Twitter at The Goods Pod. Our theme song was composed by Jonas the Space Cowboy. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.